Hello and welcome in to episode 47 of A Just Talk Pod with George Georgeur. Today we had Emily Austin on. She's the host of a Daily Vibes podcast with Emily Austin. She's doing some really cool things right now. She's interviewing a bunch of athletes. She had Edith Cantor on. She had uh, Ben McLemore on. Uh, she has Mitchell Robinson of the New York Knicks on next week. And she talks to them of stuff outside of basketball, kind of takes it outside of the sports world and more into their personal lives. Really fun podcast. you got to check that out. She'll give you all the information here on the podcast where you can follow her. We enjoyed this one a lot. We talked about her journalism uh, degree that she's working on right now at Hofstra University, the pause of sports, and what sports might look like in the future. And she presented uh, Adam Silver with a pretty good idea of how we can get fans back into the seats. So you're going to enjoy this podcast. As always, please go follow the That Being Said podcast with my brother and I. Uh, that's That Being Said with George and Sammy Jorjur. This episode is always brought to you by Sports on Tap Network. That's SONTsports.com. And before we get started today, a quick word from one of our sponsors. Hello and welcome in to Just Talk with George Urjur. Today we have Emily Austin uh, from New York. Spend some time in Miami as well. She's the host of a Daily Vibes podcast with herself, Emily. And uh, she's studying sports journalism at Hofstra University. Do you have any other ways you'd like to be introduced, Emily? No, thank you for having me on. Oh, um, it's That my, sums it up pleasure. perfectly. Perfect. So i uh, First of all, what are you doing with the Daily Vibes podcast? Give us a little background on that uh, so people can go follow it. And uh, I've seen you've had some pretty high-profile guests on, so that's always exciting. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, right before quarantine started, because, you know, Hofstra is a very good communication school. They were kind mm-hmm. of like social media, social media, uh, you know, get yourself out there. And I realized that I wanted to make like a show where I get to interview athletes, but it wasn't supposed to be like – you know, just an interview and that's it. I kind of wanted to mm-hmm. unfold the side of the athlete that you don't get to see on the court. Like I want to get right. to know who they are as a person. So I figured I would gather fan questions in advance and then we'll go through them together on like Instagram Live or something. Yep. You know, obviously awesome. I would prefer to do it in person, but with the quarantine and all, we're just making the best of the situation. And that's what I've been doing. That No, that's awesome. And you know, the cool thing about that, I know the quarantine makes it hard, but now a lot of more people are, are available. So it kind yeah. of, it kind of worked in your favor in a way that no one really can, not that people would make excuses, but a lot of times people have excuses like, oh my God, I have this today. I have that tomorrow. Right. I can't meet in person, but now no one can meet in person. No one that's can true. <laughs> say no. I don't even know what people look like anymore. <laughs> it's kind of, yeah kind of disappointing in general but uh who are some of the people you've had on and what are some like things you found really interesting about them fun stories so um I think I had a lot of interesting people on you know Carlos Boozer was a good one I got to hear a lot of stories off the court how Nate Robinson baked some cupcakes Prince (laughs) rented his house in LA and painted the walls purple um oh that's weird (laughs) told us you know a really interesting story about what's going on in Turkey you know, mm-hmm. I'm trying to help him out with the You Are My Hope campaign. I'm trying to get everyone to sign the petition. 
he was doing something really amazing. He's being a voice for the voiceless. And that was really beautiful to hear about. Um, I have Mitch Robinson this Tuesday on the Knicks coming on. You know, I know he's been practicing a lot. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I have some interesting people coming on. But, yeah, that's really um, cool. I saw you had Ben, ben McLemore was on the other day. Yeah. And then, yeah, he's uh, also a great guy. Yeah. Well, he it's started fun. a series, actually. Oh, he did? What kind of series? So it's called Isolation because of quarantine. And I guess he's just talking about episode one was just released on May 20th. So he's talking about life at home, how he's staying fit. You know, we want to hear that stuff. Like we don't know right, what these course. basketball players are doing. So I think that was a really good idea on his part. Yeah. And I think it's a really good idea on your part too, to go and like unfold the just non-basketball side of things. Right. I mean, there's so many yeah. podcasts where, Hey, what do you think of this game? Or what was your favorite game? And blah, blah, blah. And you're taking it from a whole different angle. What are you doing off the court? What do you do with your spare time? What, what, what are your interests outside the court? And I know a lot of times these athletes are looked at as just athletes. I mean, like LeBron says, I'm more than an athlete, but they really are because yeah, basketball is part of their life or football would be part of an NFL player's life. But in general, they have so much more going on. You, I mean, how much yeah. can you really play basketball? You can practice for three hours a day and have a game. There's still 18 yeah. hours a day. True. That's very true. And that's, that's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, no, that's great. And then why did you, did you just want to start this? Because uh, you're doing sports journalism. And then you decided, hey, this is a good way to kind of, I guess, jumpstart my career before I'm even out of school. Yeah, well, um, honestly, it's it started off just for fun. I mean, it's obviously relevant to the career I'm trying to pursue. Yeah. I like to do something along the lines of reporting and broadcasting because I also write articles. Yep. So when I heard about his cancer story, I wrote an article about that and it got, you know, pretty good feedback. So I feel like it's just, you know, nice to find the balance between work and then having fun. And thankfully sports, you can do both. Like even as a reporter or an analyst, you know, you're having fun because if you like it, then you're always going to be having fun. I know. And, it's not like you're studying uh, chemistry and going to report on chemistry or something. Not, I someone, <laughs> someone out there is like, oh, I love chemistry. What are you talking about? Adams. <laughs> I actually had to listen to an hour and a half long biology podcast for homework. Oh my god! These people are so passionate about like ticks. They'll talk about <laughs> ticks for three hours, and I have to listen to it for homework. <laughs> okay, wait. So there's actually biology podcast. Yes, it's a series on Spotify. Well, what is it called? I, I have to actually go like, go check this out. I'll, after, I'll make like a spinoff this, on. I'll email it to you. No, no, yeah, no, please. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll like analyze it and make fun of it. Is what I mean by spinoff because That's fine. That's fine. like who, who's listening? Like, man, I, you know what I want to do in my spare time today? I'm gonna listen to stuff about. You said ticks. Ticks, yeah, for three hours. What was the most interesting thing you learned about ticks? Uh, I learned that because of climate change, they're adapting to survive winters. They used to die out in the winter. Now they bury themselves under leaves. So they basically told us in other words that we're not safe anymore. So that was, that was reassuring. That's <laughs> so reassuring. I mean, it's just more like, do you hear about like 2020 has been amazing. Now ticks are like hiding out and learning to survive winters. We're in quarantine. There's murder the murder. Hornets. The murder hornets were really interesting. Did you see what they look like? Um, I did not, and I hope I never get to see what they look like in person or on the screen. Oh, you, you should, honestly, they're actually kind of a fascinating and pretty creature. I, I'm not joking. Like, they, they look really, like, they almost look like the Charlotte Hornets logo, but in different colors. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
you know what? As long as they stay away from me and the human population, you do you. I know. Seriously, like they're, I'm fine with them in general. So what, what's been your favorite part about uh, studying uh, sports journalism? And then I, I kind of want to start picking your brain about what the future of sports looks like here with like the yeah. quarantine ending and sports. But what's your favorite part so far about studying before we get into some sports? Um, I feel like the best part about this is that, you know, you go to school and usually you study things you might not care about. But so far, every class that I've ever taken is so relevant. I have homework like tweet five times a week. Like I'm doing that anyway. And then yeah. good. I'm going to like go grade your tweets. Oh, I want you to go to the Hofstra men's basketball game and live tweet it. I want you to broadcast it. So You're they're like, actually I'm doing that. tools. Like they're yeah. helping us, you know, build these strategies that we're going to use outside of college too. And that's something that I really value. So that's been really yeah. cool. You know, that's, that's actually really awesome. I mean, it, it's not like you probably tweet all the time, right? You're watching sports and you're like, Oh, I hope the Knicks win today. And it's like, Oh yeah, I'm already tweeting all this stuff. Anyway, this is homework. It's just fun. Yeah, I know. It's amazing. Yeah. That, no, that's great. And that uh, was Hofstra pretty good this year at basketball before the tournament. Uh, Got they canceled. Were, we get- I think we were first, you know, we were first in our conference and, you know, we had a pretty strong shot at March Madness and it was like so hype and every game was so crazy and I wanted yeah. to like broadcast the games, but whatever. Well, what can you do? And that's like the crazy part of it is like, what, even though you just started working in sports and you're doing sports journalism, you're studying it. This is like the first time sports has ever been like this. We have a complete change, something we've never expected, something we never thought we'd actually go through. And I kind of want to get your opinion. Like, what do you think? So NBA might be starting in July. Baseball, if they could figure out their contract situations and stop bickering over money, they might play. Um, golf is back. That doesn't really have too much fan interaction and has some social distancing, yeah. you know, naturally. What do you think is, like, the future of sports coming up here um, in the, you know, near future? Do you see a – Permanent change or just like a sudden small change and then back to reality and normal? And I think we lost Emily for a second, but we'll get her back. There you are. I, uh, I'm i not sure, but I cannot hear you at all, Emily. Let me do this. How about now? <laughs> uh, unplug and plug back in, maybe. <laughs> it's okay. Um, I'll send you a new link. So if you're listening to the podcast, we had a little glitch in uh, the recording, but we're back. And uh, we have Emily still here. She's back. She got the first glitch on the uh, StreamYard podcasting uh, application. So it's an honor for her to be the first one to get the glitch, right? Thank you so much. (laughs) You're you're welcome. I've been planning it out all day. No, I'm kidding. Um, 
So we were asking you about the future of sports. So you're a college student, obviously. So you're going to college basketball games, and you got and college basketball always has some fantastic crowds and mm-hmm. people not, I guess, socially distanced from each other. And what do you think the future of sports is? I think it's temporary. Personally, I don't think we're going to yeah. stay like this. But what, what what are your thoughts on how sports is going to look next year and years down the line? So. I feel like it could really go two ways. I think that temporarily it's a good idea to continue the season. Obviously everyone gets tested for everyone's safety and they just continue hopefully for a brief period of time with no fans because, you know, the game without fans, it's like silence. You're going to hear sneakers squeaking. It's like uncomfortable too. Plus it's just, I'm sure for the players too, it's nice to hear your team being cheered on, but you know, safety first. Mm -hmm. I hope, like I said before, that it's a brief period of time because I also do see it being possible that they do this for a long time. And I hope that I'm wrong, but, you know, we'll see. I know, I think the Orlando thing's a good idea for now. We just Same. want to see sports. Even if it's on TV, we'll take what we can get right now. I'll take anything. But I really enjoy basketball games. I enjoy being in the, you know, in the chair screaming, defense. Like, you yeah. know, I think that... It's safe for now to do without fans. I think that it should be for a short period of time until this all blows over. And right. another good suggestion, Adam Silver, if you're listening, um, mm-hmm. I think that you can socially distance in the arenas. You only sell mm-hmm. certain seats. Yep. Probably get pricier, which is going to be unfortunate. But, you know, make sure that you only maybe do two people per row and then every other row. I feel like we could get into it slowly, slowly. Yep. And then, and then build off that and then until we're back to normal. Cause I don't think this should, I was telling some friends yesterday and I was like, in general, I don't accept this to be the new normal. I mean, you keep hearing that yeah. word, the new normal, the new normal, the new normal. And I don't yeah. think it, I don't like it either. I'm not, I barely gone to the grocery store. I order stuff in. I just, yeah. I'm not comfortable with the notion that we're going to wear masks and be six feet away from everyone and be afraid to shake each other's hands. Yeah, and I feel like a big issue is that everyone's looking, how are we going to, what's the word? How are we going to, I'm just, I'm at a loss of words. Basically, in other words, how are we going to accommodate this quarantine instead of thinking, how are we going to get over it and move on? People are looking too Mm -hmm. much, okay, school online is a great idea. Let's just keep it this way because it works instead of thinking, how are we going to safely reopen so I feel like people are taking the wrong route in the situation, and that is scary to think about. That we this could become the new normal. Right, and I I actually completely agree with you. Like our company, we are we're a small company. It's me, my brother, and we have one other person who works for us, and we do everything remotely because we're small, right? But like now you're hearing right. about tw- Twitter wants to go completely remote, Facebook wants to go completely remote, Google wants to go completely remote, and it's like you're an organization of forty thousand people. You probably yeah. need some sort of, you know, social interaction and day-to-day group thinking. And it can't all be done on Zoom. I agree. And also, um, let you said Google, for example, like let's say 40,000 people are working there. Yeah. Like imagine one person's phone being blown up because you can't just walk over and be like, hey, I just want to tell you something when you're free. No, your phone's going to be blowing up all day, every day. Yeah. You know, you're not getting social interaction. People are going to lose their social skills. People are going to become depressed. Like people need to thrive off of other people too. Right. Actually, that's a great point. And we've already become as a society a little less social, right? I mean, people are socially so awkward now in general. So when you, 
when you even add another layer that you're literally never going to go out, eventually people are not even going to go hang out with friends anymore. It's just going to be virtual yeah. happy hours and order in uh. and just stay home. And I don't want that. I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm really not cool with it. So that's why I've even refused to like go to the grocery store during this time. Maybe I'm too much, but I don't yeah. want to wear a mask anyway. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to admit this on zoom, but I've been going to Dunkin' Donuts every day and there's oh. a sign, please wear a mask. But I do mobile pickup. Like, I'm, I'm being safe. I'll yeah. just run in and go grab the coffee. And every single time they're like, go put on a mask. I'm like, okay, <laughs> next time. And back the next day, I'm like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what do you get at Dun Dunkin' Donuts is great, by the way. That's the one thing I miss about the East Coast. Their, their black coffee is fantastic. And yeah, they're a little like, coffee, oh, what do you do then? <laughs> it's so strong. I can't do that. I'm having um, one right now. So <laughs> wait, in fact, I probably get the complete opposite. I'll get like, um, I'll get a caramel iced latte, which is mostly mm. milk, yeah. almond milk with like um, more caramel swirl. Oh, okay, very good. That's a nice choice, but no ma with no mask included, unfortunately. No mask included, no. <laughs> yeah, no. I I feel you though. It's it's hard. It's hard to become that new normal. But back to sports. So I had three ideas. I. Uh, did on my podcast on Monday for how to make the experience with no fans a little bit better. So I'll run them by you, mm -hmm. see what you think. All right. The first one is very simple. I think everyone's had this idea, so you don't have to say much, but obviously smaller arenas. We don't need, if we're going to play, let's not put it in a 30,000 person arena and have no one in there. Pretty simple. True. Yep. Um, the, go ahead. Well, yes and no. I mean, that's maybe cool like very temporarily but what if yeah. there is a um percent chance that they do let fans social distancing then yeah. the bigger arena is going to be more beneficial absolutely if they do that then yes go move it to but if they're going to do zero fan experience then i kind of like to do it in like a high school gym and just like make it look wow cool <laughs> the second wouldn't it be cool like i it's I don't know. Have you been watching German uh, soccer during this? They just reopened. All right. I, I, I watch every sport. I even watch German soccer. But they just reopened, and they're playing with no fans. And the arenas fit 70,000 people, and there's no one in their, arena, in their uh, yeah. stadium. And it just looks so sad. Imagine, like, they're scoring goals. They're supposed to not even high-five each other, so they all stand and, like, kind of, like, wave. And I'm like – Wow. In front of empty seventy thousand person arena, so I just didn't like. I I just don't like it personally. But yeah, all right. The second idea, I think this is kind of outrageous, but I will run it by you. I have I haven't had anyone say I'm crazy yet, but I think that's because people are are uh, are lying to me. So don't lie to me <laughs> okay. if you don't like it. All right. So instead of if we're gonna have no fans, we're gonna put us a a, a uh, TV screen and some speakers into the arena. And then we're gonna have an application on our phone and the fans at home, when someone scores can yell into their phone and the algorithm can pick it up and send the noise into the stadium. So if let's say the Lakers were the designated home team, a Laker fan could have the app and when someone scores, they can go, ah, and then all the noise would come into the stadium. And then behind the basket, they could when they're shooting free throws, they can like make like gestures and stuff and have it on the screen. So people, except I'm worried about what people would do on the screen. <laughs> okay, that's not crazy. I don't think it, you're crazy for thinking that, because I was watching a TV show, and it was a it was a talk show. I guess it was also yep. like a game show, and in the back it was full of screens with the fans on Zoom joining, and there was like maybe. 
Uh, it was divided into probably hundreds of people. And oh, it was wow. cool because that's the most fan experience you're getting. So I don't think it's a crazy yeah. idea, but it was uh, muted. The audio yeah. part is bad because, first of all, they don't know who they're adding to the Zoom. It could be a kid that's going to scream like, you suck. And then it's like really disrespectful. And that's going to sure. echo throughout the arena. So that's why it's probably not the best idea. But if it's yeah, muted and you could see the fans, that's actually a very good idea. Okay, yeah, I see what you're saying, though. Some some people will take advantage of it and be really disrespectful. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that one. And then my third idea is simple. If we're going to play in small gyms, maybe some music. Instead of hearing the sneakers the whole time, like maybe give them some hip-hop, get them some yeah. you know, nice music in the background, get it a little more upbeat so we don't just hear the sneakers. And oh, one thing I'm worried about is what they're going to say when they're trash-talking. They might even be swearing at each other and – saying some nasty yeah. things so you want to make sure that that's a little drawn out that was my third idea i feel like that would work and plus i'm sure i hope that people will still be commentating on the game so maybe yes. you could have like subtle music in the background and then the person's still speaking and that's good to make it like less awkward and quiet yeah exactly and those are my three ideas and i i don't know if any of them will actually come to fruition but I'd like to throw these ideas out and uh, see what sticks you can sometimes. send this recording to Adam Silver. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's going to be like, oh, maybe he'll hire both of us. Just be like, oh, you maybe, know, you guys, are know. you guys are in charge of the fan experience. That sounds good to me. Perfect. All right. So two more questions. Did you uh, – I want to see – obviously, you probably watched The Last Dance, as everyone did. So I actually have not yet. Wow. You are the first person in America. All right. Actually, Ben said he didn't either, and I'm with Ben for this reason. All right. Um, I really can't do week-by-week week cliffhangers. Like, if I'm watching a series, it has to be finished, and I want to watch all of it at once, which I do plan on doing. I'm not planning on not yeah. watching it. So probably sometime this week, I'm going to okay. just finish the whole thing in, like, maybe two days. All right. Well, that's, uh, that's pretty cool, though, that you stayed away from it, especially with how Twitter was reacting to it. It almost felt like a live sporting event. So yeah. well, kudos to you. I have no questions. I'm not going to spoil <laughs> it for you. I mean, you know what happens yeah, at the end. Yeah, don't spoil it. I'm going to watch yeah. it. Yeah, you obviously know what happens at the end, but. No, I don't know what happens at the end. Don't say anything. You really don't? You, you have no idea? Okay, wow. Oh. This is, that's very uh, interesting. I'm, I'm going to just zip my mouth and not say anything. Okay. You, you're the last, and you stayed away from Twitter during them too? So on Twitter, I don't really follow that many people. I follow okay. probably just the official NBA account, maybe a few other people. Okay. So I have not seen spoilers yet, fortunately. I've seen Dennis Rodman memes though. I like those. Okay. Yeah, those are those are great. You're gonna you're gonna really enjoy it. Once once you finish it, just send me a message and uh I will. I'd love to get your opinion on it. And last question I I always end my podcast with this. Um if you could only watch one game forever, right? Let's say sports ended, which would suck, obviously, but you could watch one right. game on repeat forever. What, what game is like your best sports memory? Um, I would have to say, I think it was 2012. It was the Heat Finals against the Spurs. And I think yeah. those were the first basketball games I ever watched. So the plus I was in Miami at the time. So the whole Same here. <laughs> community. Oh, really? Yeah, you were. Yeah, yeah. So to see everyone like with their windows, they had flags out their window flying yeah. with the wind and everyone was like so hyped about it. That, that like really piqued my interest in basketball because I was a tennis fan. I'm a tennis yeah. player and I didn't really think about basketball so much then. And then after that game and then the Heat won again and again, yeah. I just, I loved that game, the Heat versus Spurs. 
Yeah, that, that was a great series, actually. And you said you lived in Miami. What part of Miami were you in at that point? Sunny Isles. Sunny Isles? Okay, pretty close. I was in Brickell. Oh, I love Brickell. Yeah, Brickell was a lot of fun. Miami's the best. I, I'm hopefully best. planning to at some point to buy a condo there just for like vacation time. But yeah, right. But right now, you know, as still a young guy in his early 30s, it's hard to buy vacation property. So, but we'll yeah. get there. Hopefully. Well, perfect. Yeah. So, well, thank you so much for coming on today. Uh, it was a Thanks pleasure to meet you. Me. And do uh, you want to give a shout out to your podcast again and where everyone can follow you? So at the end of a podcast. Yeah. Okay. So my official interview account is Daily Vibes With. Um, no spaces, no periods, nothing. And then my personal account, which I'll share some highlights sometimes, is emily.austin. Um, so I mentioned earlier um, some of the interviews that I had, and I mentioned the petition that I encourage you guys to sign. So there's also a website. It's called youaremyhope.org. There you can click sign the petition. It takes you to change, and it takes like 60 seconds. So Perfect. Um, if you send me those details by email, I'll also put it on the Instagram story for the podcast and on Twitter so people can go ahead and uh, donate to that organization as well. Thank you. Yep, thank you for coming on. All right. I'll talk. And thank you for listening in today. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. As always, you can follow me at Gjerjour on Instagram and Twitter. Please rate subscribe and give this episode five stars tell your friends we really appreciate it i hope you guys have a great weekend and we'll be back on monday thanks for listening oh thank you